0: What a beautiful thing, huh? Not guilty on all counts. Kyle Rittenhouse did not deserve the ordeal he went through, but he certainly deserved today's verdict.
1: We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty.
0: Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Uh, Would you wish the jury pulled? How about that, huh? 17, 18-year-old kid, all that pressure, the world watching. Good for him. Good for him. It's over. It's over. Whole life ahead of him. Now, fortunately also, no riots so far. Pretty peaceful outside the courthouse, and that is a good thing. I'm relieved that there's no violence, and I don't think there will be. Actually, the riots that we're all anticipating – I don't think they're going to happen. A couple of things are going on here. Uh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, they're realizing, well, the guys uh, Kyle Rittenhouse killed last summer, pretty detestable people. And they also happen to be white. Now, I have seen the media uh, elevate and lionize uh, pretty detestable people before. But it's harder to do than ever before to lionize and celebrate a white detestable person, all right? I think people have learned finally about these guys, and we won't see too much, uh, too much outpouring tonight, either in Kenosha or across the country. Hey, last year, it was pretty tough. It was on the heels of uh, George Floyd. It was warm, by the way. It's cold right now. Also, the National Guard and police, they've been getting ready Again, I just don't think we're going to see it, and that would be a very good thing. Again, with George Floyd, uh, the protesters, the rioters, they had the element of surprise on their side. Minneapolis police, they'd never imagined that someone, that a group of people would take over the police station. No, they didn't see that one coming. So I think we're we're good, and that is good. Um, But that doesn't mean the media. We... I have so much contempt, really, for how they handled this case. The mainstream media, they were so dishonest, starting with Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, that incident brought on the riots that brought on uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse matter. The media were so dishonest in how they portrayed this. They said it was white cops, black suspect, shot seven times in the back. They left out anything else that complicated uh, the narrative, the story they wanted to tell, like, The mother of his children was the one who actually called the cops, fearful that he was going to drive her car and crash it with the kids inside. He was a dangerous guy, and they never told us that. They never told us that. Also, Kyle Rittenhouse, what did I hear from the media? A white guy with a gun, a white kid. They definitely would have stopped a black man, right? No, that's not true. Wisconsin is an open carry state. And again with the suspects, one of them, one of them actually raped children. Did you hear that? Did you know that? Some folks in the media have been talking about it, but not many, not many at all. Uh, And they also tried to make this a federal case. How many times did I hear that Kyle Rittenhouse traveled from uh, Illinois to Wisconsin as if he were, I don't know, entering Iran or uh, the former Soviet Union. They made such a big deal out of it.
2: Keep in mind that not only did uh, Rittenhouse cross state lines into a community that was not his. I'm going to take the law into my own hands and take a gun and in one case cross state lines with an illegal firearm um, and gun people down. Kyle Rittenhouse was just 17 years old. When he drove across state lines
3: in Wisconsin, you have Rittenhouse, a white teenager who crossed state lines with an AR-15 style rifle, killed two men and wounded another. He crossed state lines with an AR-15, threw himself in the middle of all this and started shooting people.
0: He just started shooting people. That's all that happened. Right, Joe? Joe is that's lying. That's lying. And by the way, crossing state lines, big deal. Welcome to Illinois, right? You can cross state lines and not even realize you're crossing state lines. It's not that big a deal. Uh, And by the way, for him, it was maybe, uh, given the speed limit, a 25-minute trip, maybe a half hour. It wasn't a big deal. Why the left, they're so concerned about crossing state lines. What about international borders? Why don't they care about that? State lines, Wisconsin, Illinois, the biggest deal in the world. But the Texas-Mexico border, that one, that one is optional. All right. So the media and now the prosecutors. Yeah, indict the prosecutors. This guy, especially him, totally out of control when he picked up that weapon, put his finger on the trigger and aimed it. Aimed it. At one point, they said he aimed it at the jury. Uh, That's pretty crazy. And his conduct in this case was ludicrous.
4: Isn't it true when you would hang out with Dominic Black, you'd play Call of Duty and other first-person shooter video games? Sometimes. Isn't one of the things people do in these video games, try and kill everyone else with your guns? Yeah, the
0: video game. It's just a video game. It's not real life. Understand that, Mr. Prosecutor? It's a video game, not real life. Um, Really, that was very bizarre. The conduct of these guys, they were just not good lawyers. Uh, There's more. And every day we read about
4: heroes that stop active shooters. That's what was going on here. And that crowd was right and that crowd was full of heroes
0: can we see one of the heroes here's one of the heroes before kyle rittenhouse fired a shot he got kicked in the head kicked in the head huh heroes heroes you're allowed to carry a weapon in wisconsin you don't run up and kick somebody so who else is on our list joe biden kyle rittenhouse i hope he i hope he sues joe biden there's got to be a case there back when he was running for president He implied that Kyle Rittenhouse, without any facts, was a white supremacist.
4: Well, look, I don't know enough to know whether that 17-year-old kid, uh, exactly what he did. But allegedly, he's part of a militia coming out of the state of Illinois. Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? Have you ever heard it? That's the reason I got back in this race.
0: He got back in this race because of a lie, a lie he may have told himself. The media repeated over and over that Donald Trump never condemned white supremacy. He certainly did. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. <laughs> um, he did, he did. But you heard what Joe Biden said when he was running for president. What did Donald Trump say when he was president about this case. Very, very presidential.
4: Saying, are you gonna
2: condemn the actions of vigilantes like Kyle Rittenhouse? And- well, we're, we're looking at all of it. Uh, that was an interesting situation. You saw the same tape as I saw, and uh, he was trying to get away from them, I guess, it looks like, and he fell, and then they very violently attacked him, and it was something that we're looking at right now, and it's under investigation, but uh, I guess he was in very big trouble. He would have been. I, he probably would have been killed. But
5: it's under
0: it's under investigation. A far more reasonable, far more presidential answer from Donald Trump than from Joe Biden. Now that Joe Biden is president, he did release a statement that was the wrong kind of statement. I believe the verdict in Kenosha will leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned. Myself included. Angry. We really want to talk about anger when we're worried about riots i don't think that was the right call do you especially from joe biden who said what did he say he'd unify all of us it was his the core of his essence
4: today on this january day my whole soul is in this bringing america together uniting our people uniting our nation
0: yeah but he's angry he's angry hey Judge Schroeder presided over this case, and uh, he received a lot of criticism. I thought he did a fantastic job. I think he knew what was going on here. He saw the prosecutors for what they were, and uh, I think he deserves a lot of credit for holding up under the pressure and making the right calls when he had to. As for what's next for Kyle Rittenhouse, who knows, he's going to Capitol Hill. Here, Congressman Gates actually offered him a, uh, or is open to offering him an internship. We will see. I think we'll be hearing a lot from Kyle Rittenhouse uh, in the future. In the meantime, for a little while today, Kamala Harris was actually the acting president of the United States. For real. Nothing too bad happened. We'll be right back with that.
5: checked out the Newsmax Daily Podcast with me, Rob Carson, you get daily news, insightful commentary, and, believe it or not, comedy. Check it out wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or at NewsmaxTV.com
3: slash podcast.
0: All I can say hey. Is, is that, that the, the fake, fake news? news just doesn't, doesn't get it, it, do they? They don't. They don't. Uh, so Joe Biden had his checkup today, had his colon checked out. Here he is arriving at uh, Walter Reed Medical Center. And here's the letter turning over power of the presidency to Kamala Harris. Yeah, because he's going to be under anesthesia for about 40 minutes. He turned over the power of the presidency to this woman. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> how do you, how do you... <laughs> OK, well, fortunately, uh, nothing big happened. And uh, look, we would have been really screwed with Joe We're screwed with Kamala. But uh, he woke up from his procedure and he took the power back. Uh, you have to write a letter about these things. And he sent one off. And uh, there it is. I hereby transmit to you my written declaration that I am able to be president again. I quarrel, though, with the I am able part. Are we really sure about that, Joe? Come on. All right, so now that he's had his checkup, uh, Jen Psaki uh, went to the briefing room and said, uh, we'll tell you all about what happened to Joe in a little while in writing.
1: We will put out a comprehensive written summary later this afternoon.
0: Okay, great. A written summary later this afternoon. Traditionally... That's not how it's done. They actually make the doctors available to the press. They've been doing that for a long time, but they're not doing it with Joe. Take a look all the way back when George W. Bush was president. Good afternoon, Azari. The president continues to be in outstanding health. Uh, The procedure this morning was a routine surveillance colonoscopy as we announced yesterday.
2: With the president's permission, I have released a report summarizing the medical findings from from today, which you should be receiving a copy. I would like to briefly go over that report. Let's start off with the numbers. Our 53-year-old president weighed in at 214 pounds on his six-foot, two-inch frame. He is uh, His weight falls within the normal range of 190 to 220 pounds for a man of his height.
0: Ah, good for Bill Clinton. Hey, Donald Trump even made his doctor available to the press.
4: There were many good things that came from his exam. I think he, uh, he had uh, great findings across the board. But the one that stands out more than anything to me is his cardiac health. Uh, his cardiac health is excellent.
0: OK, but for Joe Biden, you have to believe Joe Biden. We just got to take his word for it.
2: What is the state of your health after this exam today? Good.
0: <laughs> Good. When has Joe ever misled us before, huh? Look, I don't want to see the inside of this colon, but maybe we should. Uh it's been done before. Remember Matt Lauer and Al Roker? They actually uh had it all examined on live television. Um Joe Biden, I think we need the results. I think we need thorough results and I think we need to be able to talk to the doctor. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, by the way, I'm not that concerned about the colon. I'm concerned about the noggin.
4: Taking out uh, civilians and vulnerable Afghan, uh, uh, vulnerable Afghanis and citizens of our, our, our allies who went in with us. The idea of, again, I mean, I mean, let me get back to the fundamental point I, I, I made. It. And so my guess is that. No matter what, under what circumstances, we, anyone, there's not a whole lot of Afghanis. uh, uh, There's a whole lot of Afghanis that just as soon come to America. It's also, uh, it's it's also, I can't uh, think of anyone better to lead this operation than. uh,
0: We get the idea. (laughs) It's not pretty. He's struggling. He's struggling. Tomorrow is his 79th birthday, by the way. Uh, Donald Trump, who actually seemed to get younger in office, announced this today. A coffee table book by him... Uh, published independently, will be available on December 7th. Our Journey Together features hundreds of pictures, many never seen before. He actually wrote the captions himself. Take a look. Uh, and you know he wrote the captions. Uh, this is There's Nancy and Mike Pence. Attempting to listen to crazy Nancy Pelosi in the Oval Office. Skulls are Crazy Nancy right in the book. I love it. Let's see. Another picture, I think, yeah, this is the night they got uh, Baghdadi. Here they are sitting in the situation room. And take a look at this, one of his rallies in front of Air Force One in the background there. And you see what he wrote at the top. I love them all. If you want one of these books, uh, and I want one, I'm going to go to 45books.com, 45books.com, and you can uh, order online. Hmm? All right. When we come back, why is the killer cop, Michael Byrd, the one who shot Ashley Babbitt, looking for money from everybody. We'll be right back.
5: Eric Bowling is back, and he's fighting big media, woke politics, and cancel culture. Every afternoon, Eric's new The Balance tells the truth and exposes the big lies. Watch Eric Bowling every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Oh,
3: my.
0: On January 6th, Ashley Babbitt, a veteran of the U.S. Air Force, was shot and killed in the Capitol, even though she posed no threat to anyone. She was shot by Lieutenant Michael Byrd of the Capitol Police. Um, He's now looking for money. A friend of his has set up a GoFundMe page, and uh, people are giving. Now, I had a feeling that he would be looking for money when he sat down with Lester Holt. You know, he got a gold medal for that day. He uh, never missed a paycheck. I had a feeling he would be looking though for some extra cash. Were you afraid that day?
4: I was very afraid. I do my job for Republican, for Democrat, for white, for black, red, blue, green. The subject was sideways. And I could not see her full motion of her hands or anything. And what did you think this individual was doing at that, at that
0: moment? She was posing a threat. She was posing a threat. I get a real Forrest Gump vibe uh, from this guy. He should not have pulled the trigger. In fact, using deadly force at that moment would be in violation of the George Floyd criminal justice bill. You're only supposed to use deadly force when someone is about to get killed or a serious bodily injury is about to happen. That's not the case here. But according to uh, Bird, just ask him, he's a hero, and his friends say the same thing. Now, on this GoFundMe page, full of uh, typos, by the way, when the mob began to enter the final ring of protection inside the inner sanctum of the House chamber, Lieutenant Bird was the in the forefront of that last line of defense. Next, Obligated to use lethal force, not fat chance. Lieutenant Byrd's life has been threatened, and he has been forced from his home. His wife, also former law enforcement, has had to close her business. They don't say what it is. And they have lost over 60% of their pre- insurrection income. Yeah, right, insurrection. While we can never adequately thank Lieutenant Byrd for his lifetime of law enforcement service, nor stop those who would provide a false narrative for their own political agenda, we can help Lieutenant Byrd and his family pick up the pieces and make it through this difficult time together. Give me a break. Once again, he got a medal. All of his. the Congressional Black Caucus insists on calling him a hero. Uh, never missed a paycheck. Now, what, what is his wife's business? I don't know. People are already donating, though, including Adam Kinzinger. Congressman from Illinois has already donated and is promoting this site heavily. Um, Adam Kinzinger on the January 6th committee should be asking, and everybody should be asking, why these Capitol Hill cops walked away Moments before Ashley Babbitt was shot. Now, there they are, protecting. They're the final line of defense, if you want to use that language. And what do they do? They walk away. And once they do, all hell breaks loose. These guys start pounding on the ticket full, if you don't mind. Watch. There go the cops. And here they come, pounding away. And a short while later, Ashley Babbitt is shot and killed. So I wanna talk about Ashley again. Uh, The family uh, is considering a lawsuit and waging a legal battle when very few support you, that can be very expensive. So this is a cause that I am proud to support, the Give, Send, Go uh, page for Justice for Ashley. You gotta pay a lot of people, investigators, that kind of thing, when you're taking on the federal government. And well, this is a way you can support. We'll be right back with Professor Alan Dershowitz. This country
2: was made by tax rebels, freedom fighters, gold seekers, believers,
0: lovers and true patriots. We're Newsmax and we're their heirs.
5: And so are you. Newsmax TV. Real news for real people.
1: We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown man.
0: Not guilty on all counts. Not guilty on all counts. I don't think personally he should have gone through any of this, but wow. In my opinion, again, he deserved these not guilty verdicts. But let's ask the expert, shall we? Professor Alan Dershowitz, professor emeritus at the Harvard Law School. Sir, welcome back. Your reaction to uh, today's news? Correct verdict legally, without a doubt. The government failed to prove beyond a
2: reasonable doubt that he did not act in self-defense. The right verdict legally. But I don't favor making a hero of him. I don't think he should have been there. I don't think he should have brought a gun to a violent encounter. Um, I don't think 17-year-olds should be carrying uh, AR-15s. So I'm not making a hero out of him. I think there's a difference between his moral accountability which people can disagree about, and his legal accountability, which no reasonable person could disagree about. He was absolutely innocent as a matter of Wisconsin law.
0: Thank you, Judge. Thank you. Uh, Sorry, Professor. I want to ask you, though, about the judge, Judge Schroeder. Um, I thought he was terrific. But again, you're the pro. Uh, He was controversial at times. I think we have some video of him. He uh, really called out the prosecution a number of times. He was very aggressive with them, Judge Schroeder I'm talking about. How do you think he performed?
2: Well, as as it relates to the prosecution, he was absolutely right. The idea that they would ask somebody about his post-arrest silence, that they would present a video, which wasn't the actual video, that they themselves use, it's reprehensible, unconstitutional conduct. And I think the judge did the right thing. Look, if the same judge did the right thing, but did it for an African American defendant, say a Black Lives Matter defendant, the left would love him and adore him and say, what a great guy he is. But because the, he came out, in their view, the wrong way, they're attacking him. He, he's all too typical, a little too much ego, a little too much self-involvement. But I thought he did quite a good job. His instructions weren't great. They would have been appealed had he lost the case. But nobody should be attacking him because of his criticism of the prosecution. That was exactly the right thing to do. I wish more judges did it.
0: Professor, uh, the media, I thought they were terrible in this from the very beginning, what they did not report about Jacob Blake, which kind of started this whole thing. And they really emphasized the state lines aspect that Rittenhouse went from Wisconsin to Illinois. Uh, Listen to this, please.
2: Keep in mind that not only did uh, Rittenhouse cross state lines into a community that was not his. I'm going to take the law into my own hands and take a gun and in one case cross state lines with an illegal firearm um, and gun people down. Kyle Rittenhouse was just 17 years old when he drove across state
3: lines. In Wisconsin, you have Rittenhouse, a white teenager who crossed state lines with an AR-15 style rifle, killed two men and wounded another. He crossed state lines with an AR-15, threw himself in the middle of all this and started shooting
4: people.
0: Sometimes, uh, Professor, I go up to Westchester County and I run errands and uh, I might go into Connecticut two or three times and not even realize it. What's the big deal about crossing state lines?
2: Well, these commentators just lied and committed defamation. And I hope a lawyer takes the case and sues them Uh, He did not cross state lines with an AR-15. The AR-15, the evidence shows, was in Wisconsin. Cross state lines. We have a constitutional right to cross state lines 10 times a day. There's nothing wrong with that. These biased and and unbelievably uh, insensitive commentators who don't care about the Constitution, they just want to demonize, every one of them should apologize to him. Every one of them that you showed— that said that he crossed state lines with an AR-15, is just a liar, a liar or an incompetent or negligent. They should not be. And if they made mistakes the other way, if they made a mistake condemning somebody on the other side, everybody would be calling for their heads. But these guys are going to get promoted. The media today is outrageously biased and unfair. Look, I'm a liberal Democrat. I voted for Joe Biden. I voted for Hillary Clinton. And I am appalled at what the Hard left anti-civil libertarians on the left media are doing to American truth. They're violating
0: it. Well, I'm gonna leave, you're you're off the hook for voting for Biden. <laughs> we'll leave that alone for now. Hey, um, I'm glad you said what you said about the state uh, lines. I mean, give me a break. They were acting like they were going in and out of East Berlin. You mentioned a lawsuit. I want to show you that something that Joe Biden said back when he was a private citizen, but he was a presidential candidate. Uh, Take a
4: look. Well, look, I don't know enough to know whether that 17 year old kid uh, exactly what he did, but allegedly he's part of a militia coming out of the state of Illinois. Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? Have you ever heard it? That's the reason I got back in this race.
0: Well, put aside the lie from Biden about the white supremacy stuff and uh and President Trump. But when you have somebody like Joe Biden implying that a 17 year old Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, is there a case there? Is that actionable?
2: I don't think they're going to bring a case against the president, but he ought to apologize. He ought to realize he made a mistake, that he was part of the bullying posse, that they're the vigilantes. They're the ones who want to undo justice. Um, and they're the ones who want to put their thumbs on the scale of of justice. Not their thumbs, but their elbows. Um, I mean, if you watch CNN, you'd be shocked at the result in the case because CNN didn't tell you the truth. If you watched other networks like Newsmax, you wouldn't be surprised at all at the result because they related the facts in a way that you could make your own judgment. So uh, there will be more lawsuits and there will be recriminations. I hope we can ultimately put this behind us and move toward uh, a more peaceful resolution of these arguments. Everybody has a right to disagree with the verdict, but nobody has the right to lie about it.
0: Professor Dershowitz, thank you very much. Hey, one of your books I highly recommend is called Guilt by Accusation. You can get it on Kindle, I believe, for like 25 cents, or you've made it free, right? Free. It's free. I wanted to make it free for everybody, yeah. You're terrific. Thank you, Professor. I want to turn now to uh, Jonathan Gilliam, former FBI agent, former Navy SEAL, author of Sheep <laughs> No More. Hey, welcome. Listen, Jonathan, so far so good. No riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, it seems peaceful. I hope it holds. Um, I have some theories as to why we haven't seen riots yet. Again, I don't want there to be. How do you think it's going to go down tonight?
5: Well, uh, first of all, Sheep No More. I want to make sure because Sleep No More is a totally different type of book. So, Sheep No More oh. is the name of the book. But. <laughs> I, I think that today, I I, I think the left is going to have a hard time uh, rioting. I mean, they can riot uh, no matter what, but they're going to go against justice—an actual court case with uh, jurors that were of Kyle Rittenhouse's peers, a, an, a a jury that sat back and weighed all of the evidence, and evidence that, in fact, showed that he was not guilty. And you know, I don't want to uh, analyze uh, what the professor just said, but I, I will say this is that, you know, it, it, he's a very interesting guy because he is liberal, but he's smart enough to realize when uh, just being liberal is different than being a leftist. And a lot of these people that you played there a minute ago in these sound bites are leftist. And I don't, I, I like the way the professor thinks his way through this of his own accord. And that's what I hope comes out of this, that people who would normally get involved in these riots and these protests um, for ideological reasons will stop for a minute and realize what the evidence showed and what the ramifications of getting yourself involved with this type of nonsense, how the, the group thought, or when this type of a protest or riot occurs, how you can do things that can actually get you killed if you're not careful.
0: Well, uh, the professor is uh, brilliant and he is fair. Unfortunately, there aren't many on the left like him. I would like to read to you a statement from this is uh, the D triple C chairman, of the Democratic Congressional Committee. His name is Sean Maloney. Democrat of upstate New York. He called this, uh, it's disgusting and disturbing that someone was able to carry a loaded assault rifle into a protest against the unjust killing of Jacob Blake, an unarmed black man, and take the lives of two people and injure another and face absolutely no consequences. It is clear that our legal system has, I mean, it just goes on. They have convinced themselves and the righteousness of Jacob Blake as well. Uh, This, prevails this view. And it's very unfortunate.
5: Well, you're not going to be able to stop the echo chamber from spewing the stuff that they do. I mean, this this is what's important is for people to realize that this country, I mean, people can say what they want. The professor said there a second ago about, you know, a 17 year old having uh, a, a, a rifle, but this country was its freedom was secured by 17 year olds, 20 year olds, 30 year olds. Uh, who had rifles and stood up against um, this tyrannical, uh, you know, leader from Great Britain uh, 200 and over 240 years ago. And the fact is, uh, what is happening now, people have to realize that our whole justice system has been affected by the left, our legal system, our political system has been skewed by socialists and communists and the left. And what we have to do as a people is we have to realize that These echo chambers are not truth, that we have to look at the reality of the things that occur. And if you were ever called to a jury, this jury set the standard. Look at the evidence and make make a good, just decision.
0: I want to take another look at the scene. Recent footage of what's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin, right now, relatively—actually, it's peaceful. Let's take a look at it, please. And, uh, well, this is at the courthouse— Here's what I think is going on, by the way. Black Lives Matter, Antifa, they realize they can't exploit this one. At this point, we know too much about the suspects. Everybody has figured out, not the suspects, I'm sorry, but uh, the deceased and the injured, we figured out that they were detestable characters, number one. And BLM, they have a marketing issue, quite frankly. They like to exploit the death of black people. Uh, at the hands of white cops. That's when they can make money and that's when they can increase their power. They don't have the same elements here. My theory. What do you think?
5: No, I totally agree with you. And that's what I I say the same thing, that if they do this, it's going to make them look bad. But here's What's actually going to happen, Greg, is that you're going to see this die down in the media very quickly because if they give it attention, there's no way they can spin. They're trying right now, but the spin is not going to work. It looks bad. And so you'll see this quickly die down in media. That's how they control the the truth, and that's how they control any spin that uh, justifies the Constitution and the way our judicial system works. I just want to say this, though. You know your father uh, was an incredible commissioner for the NYPD. The NYPD right now would be out in full force showing that they are not going to take anything from these people. Where are the cops? Where is the National Guard? Where is the show of force?
0: Well, look, I'm not in Kenosha. Uh, We have this footage from the National Guard preparing for an eventuality. Uh, They were positioning in days prior. So uh, we can't fault them at this point because nothing bad is happening as far as we know. So. Maybe they have taken the right steps. It, look, it's a, it, it could be a long night, and we got a weekend in front of us. Let's hope that it holds. Jonathan Gilliam, thank you very much. Good to see you. And again, it's Sheep No More. Forgive me, there is a Broadway play, an off Broadway play called Sleep No More here Sleep in no. the city, which somebody made me see. I didn't want to see it. And uh, anyway, that's why I called it Sleep No More. Forgive me. Sheep No More. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, my friend. All right. Be right back. Joe Biden arriving at the doctor's office this morning had a big exam of the colon, a colonoscopy. You know, they put you under. You go to sleep for that, and he had to write a special letter making Kamala Harris... The president of the United States acting, at least for a little while, yeah, for about an hour or so today, this woman was in charge. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Are we comfortable with this? Not at all, but there's only so much damage she can do, right? I hope. Craig Shirley joins us, presidential historian, Reagan biographer, and Mark Simone, iHeartRadio talk show host. Welcome, gentlemen. Craig, first to you, the um, historical implications of this are are what? And um, (laughs) what are you laughing
1: at? What? Well, just the idea. I felt queasy this afternoon, and now I don't know why. You you What? I felt queasy this afternoon, so now I know
0: why. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> oh, you, you
1: you felt queasy. Why you? Yes. Yeah, because she, she was president for this afternoon.
0: I see. I see. Well, uh, I'm no uh, presidential historian. I didn't know it worked that way. So, uh, Craig, well, no, who, no, no. who arranged this? What? How can? Who was the first one to? Uh, say the Constitution Actually, was adjusted was so you could pass this power away? Alan.
1: Actually, Reagan did it twice during his presidency. Uh, once when he went under for cough when he had his colon, and uh, another time when he went under for minor uh, surgery, but he transferred presidential authority to George Bush under the 25th Amendment. He was the first president to temporarily uh, transfer the presidency to the vice president, uh, and, and now Joe Biden's the second president to do so.
0: And uh, but I'm sorry, but first, who who came up with this? Uh, this was this was oh, not the, the founding the fathers. This was more recent.
1: No, the Twenty Fifth Amendment was uh, actually written by Senator Birch Bly from Indiana. Uh, he in the '70s, when the issue of, of of presidential succession became an issue, with with the uh, with the resignation of Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, and uh, Gerald Ford becoming the president. It was really open to question. There's still a, a, a loophole that the county fathers uh, forgot, which is a, in case of presidential infirmity, how do we transfer authority, at least temporarily, to the president of the United States, right. to the vice president, especially in a nu- nuclear age? Mark Simone,
0: your thoughts on a, uh, on a uh, Kamala Harris administration, at least for 45 minutes.
3: Well, I understand the founding fathers. How could they have come up with a colonoscopy clause for the Constitution? But uh, I thought uh, I, I agree with Craig. It was I, I'm glad I wasn't thinking about it at the time. Looking back on it now, she was running things for 40 minutes. I would have been in a bomb shelter if I'd known that, <laughs> you know, after the verdict, that Joe Biden said he's angry and confused. So that's good. He's back to normal, angry and confused, <laughs> as as always. <laughs> they said he's in great health. If that's their idea of great health, I'd like to see what they consider Sick.
0: Hey, oh, I just uh, realized uh, I I do want to talk to you, Craig, the uh, former president, President Trump, is coming out with a coffee table book. It'll be available on December 7th. Uh, Hundreds of pictures from when he was president, some that have not been seen. He wrote all the inscriptions himself. You can get this, by the way, at 45books.com. Um, this is, uh, hey, it's Trump, so it's unique. I don't remember anybody doing something like this.
1: Uh, do you? Uh, actually, a couple presidents have done coffee table books, but still, it's it's a nice thing to have. It's a bi- behind-the-scenes look at the presidency that we, we don't always see. So it's a nice thing to have, especially you know, coming up making this uh, for Trump supporters a nice Christmas present uh, coming up, or uh, present in in the new year. So I think it's a a nice idea. As a matter of fact, I just did uh, the forward for a news, for a uh, humanics uh, book published by Newsmax uh, of of President Trump's uh, best speeches, and that comes out next year.
0: Excellent. We look forward to that. Well, look, yeah, sure, there have been other presidents who've done similar things, but Not like this. President Trump actually wrote the captions himself. You can tell. Let me see that Nancy Pelosi picture. Trump is in the Oval Office looking off in another direction. And the caption (laughs) says, attempting to listen to crazy Nancy Pelosi in the Oval Office. Mark Simone, (laughs) only President Trump, only him.
3: Well, hey, these pictures are fascinating. They're great history. He's a former president. These captions are important. Listen, if Hunter Biden can sell paintings, we can certainly let a president sell historic absolutely. pictures well in said. a great book. It, it, and it's it's going to be a bestseller.
0: Uh, 45books.com. Oh, 45books.com. It's independently published. I think he kind of set up almost his own publishing house uh, for this. Uh, gents, look, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, what else is there to say? I think they came out with the right verdict. I was surprised that so many people on the left, uh, they continue to believe their own negative hype, their own lies about this, including Joe Biden. He did say he was angered by the verdict, which did not seem to be a very presidential thing to say. Craig Shirley?
1: Well, three things I would uh, say about the uh, outcome of this trial. One is the judicial system works in America, not all the time, but still most of the time. That's a good thing. The second thing is there were no riots, and that's obviously also a good thing. Maybe we should have all trials uh, finish in the fall so the cold weather will keep uh, people from massing and uh, rioting. And the third thing is, I think this is the beginning of the end of the national media. Uh, we're becoming uh, diffused uh, in our country anyway, uh, and the, 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 they're going to have terrible ratings when the polls come out. NBC, The Washington Post, the others are going to have terrible, terrible ratings from the American people. And this is uh, bad news for the three networks, bad news for the major newspapers, Good news for uh, for Newsmax and other uh, uh, other media outlets.
0: Wait, did you say bad news for us, too? Newsmax? No, good news. No, right. good news for Newsmax. Phew. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. and Mark, I would say this. Uh, he's on to something about the decline of the mainstream media. Do they think people can't find out the truth? They lied so many times or just kept information from their viewers that they can easily access on their own i'm surprised how they do that like they they i don't think they have much respect for their their viewers or their readers
3: well i hope this is the case where they went too far jumped the shark you know i always read about this 1938, Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. He created a whole fake story about Martians landing, people took to the streets. This is kind of the same thing. They created a whole fake story about some white supremacist and a racial situation. There's not a black person anywhere near this story. Everybody's white. Uh, it's, It's not racial. The whole thing has been ginned up by the axis of evil, the media, the politicians, the Democrats, and hopefully. They've gone too far this time. If there are riots, by the way, that's the end of Joe Biden. His promise to be a uniter. If he can't keep the streets calm, then that's it for him with the public.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, let's hope they remain calm. He did say uh, that he was angered. I don't think we needed to hear that from him. I don't think he should have said that. He did also call for peace. So let's hope there's peace. Hey, Mark Simone, you're the best from iHeartRadio. Craig Shirley, you too. Presidential historian. Check out his books Thank you, gentlemen. All the best. We'll be right back. Ashley Babbitt. Again, um, you know, she was killed on January 6th by that Capitol Hill cop. I believe it was completely unjust. You know, the family is waging a lawsuit. And uh, that can be very expensive. If you'd like to support, there is a way to do that. Givesengo.com slash justiceforashley. Hey, also this President Trump is coming out with a coffee table book available December 7th. A coffee table book with hundreds of pictures, some never before seen. If you want one, you can get one at 45books.com. 45books.com. All right, everybody, next week is Thanksgiving. I'm actually taking the entire week off. Sebastian Gorka and Carl Higby will be here. Thanks so much. I'll see you after Thanksgiving. All the best.